The Everyman Podcast. The Everyman Podcast. We them boys. We are them boys. As they say. Them boys are we. Them boys are we. Another week, another pod. Daryl Campbell, my brother, how are you? Missing my bro. I need to be in Texas right now. I need to be in the G-Sot. Yeah. Not not in the office. Texas beckons for many. Yes. They Indeed. yearn. They yearn for its yearn bookies, bookies for its strong embrace. I'll tell you, my my brother recently visited, and uh, he said he wanted two things. He wanted some Tex Mex, and he wanted to go to Bucky's. Mm. So um, on my dad's birthday, my brother and I uh, took my dad to Bucky's. My mm. dad had never been to Bucky's either, and what? I've only I've only been there twice. I was there once with Sam when we first got here, and that one time with you. Oh, and like I'm still kind of. In awe. Did they get any new shit? Bro, they're actually expanding that location. No way. The one no <laughs> way, dude. I know. No way. It's already it's bigger not than possible. Like yeah. Most super malls. Like, no way. And my brother was saying, like, he's like, I've never seen a cleaner bathroom. He's like, that's like like you know, cleaner after my bathroom when I clean it. Like it's you're like really clean and then you use it once. Not like that. Like he said it was almost like there was a guy in there waiting. Did, which would they probably have undercover cleaners? I bet they look like people peeing and then they are actually cleaning. Bro, that's like actually a good the, idea. From the cascade of jerkies from all over the planet to the getting pound. like yeah, like your own small raft. Like <laughs> bathroom is like low tier on the list. I know, but the, like, the bathrooms <laughs> apparently are impeccable. But um, they are expanding that location. They're putting in a uh, truck and car wash. Additional oh. additional pumps. What? I don't know why you need any more pumps. Bro, no. Right like, but, it's... I mean, they must have all of the gas underneath those tanks. Dude, it just must be just a straight oil line <laughs> directly it's, to that Bucky's, man. built directly over an oil reserve. Petroleum. Uh, and some sort of, like, quicker, like a quick stop... I think like a small satellite. I think they're making a small satellite. Dude, like, you mean like a, on like the premises. a truck, like a big, like a Mack truck car yeah. wash or like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. They have one at fuel city as well. It's pretty impressive. Damn. Um, but yeah, they're going to put a truck, truck wash and a car wash and a little quick. It's going to be, the, it'll end up being the largest Bucky's uh, in the, in the world. Jesus. I can dude. It's so magnificent. It's crazy. We're walking through. I'm like, oh, hold up. They're about to do the brisket song. Wow. You know, and then they get. They yeah. They like this in unison. It's great. Yeah. When we went around Christmas time, I got some of the fudge. Holy yeah. fuck, bro. Key lime, key lime pie fudge. What? Yeah. Uh, well, that's the first thing I'm getting when I go back. Yeah. First thing. Yeah. They, they, uh, they're always adding new stuff. But yeah, Bucky's. Key lime fudge, bro. Wow. To the uninitiated, you, you got to get there. You got to yeah, you gotta find the nearest one to you and saddle up. Cause yeah. They're only in Texas, though, right? Like, no, they, they got them. There's, they are elsewhere. I don't know exactly Whoa. where. I know there's, they're in Arkansas, uh, I believe. Are they all as big as that one? They can't be. No, that's the biggest one. The one I took okay. you to is the big one. That's the one. Of, that's the Bucky's of all Bucky's. But yeah. um, they, are, they are elsewhere. You just have to find them, but it's mostly in the South and Midwest. Dude, we're blessed. That one is that one is huge, man. It definitely because, like, I remember when we were there, the guy was saying like it's a travel destination. Like, it's not like just oh yeah, your random hey, I need some gas. Yeah, well, 
if you also need like siding for your home. There was like, a there was a lady uh, we met the first time we went there. They drove down like 180 miles from Oklahoma. Ooh, that's a fucking drive, dude. Dude, that's yes. further than the drive from Philly to New York. That's crazy. That's like almost. That's like double the drive from Philly to New York. That's also it makes you realize how big this area is and like getting used to travel or like you know you can't be. Back east, you could be like, somebody was like, oh, it's like 25, 30 minutes away. You could be like, nah, it's too much. I'm not going to. You right, can't. Yeah. If you say that here, you're never going anywhere. No, you're not. No, everything is at least that, if not more. Yeah, so just it's 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 one of the blessings and the, 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 the give backs of the great state of Texas, the Republic of Texas. Hell and, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're we're kind of cruising towards our one year mark of being in Texas here in a couple months. And, uh, you know, as this. As you'll, you're all hearing this podcast, um, 11 years ago today was when I had my transapical myectomy at the Mayo Clinic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I, that first, and if, if you're looking for some more background on that, because I'm not going to really talk about that, we had an opportunity to have my surgeon, we did a podcast with my surgeon, which was uh, trippy. You can check that out in the archives. And um, there's a lot of detail about the, the the what and the why there mm -hmm. um but like just reflecting you know this idea of perspective and time so immediately like leading up to it it was a, the only thing in the in the world that was discussable in our in my family's life and then even for a long time after and just getting out of that first 24 hours and then every every day and week and month and you have little milestones and things like that along the way. When it was like six months out, it was like I was still very much physically recovering. And then by the time it was like a year, that first year was like, wow, I can't believe it's been a year. Time flies. Look how much better I'm doing a year right. later. But I was just, you know, just wrapping up my physical recovery. And then it just kind of took off that second and third year of uh, post-surgery. And it used to be a situation where all day, every day, especially at night, like I couldn't not think about it, you know? And then right. like thinking about the, the, some of the traumatic aspects of it, you know, the, the blood and the gore and looking down, waking up after being under and with a tube in your mouth and you're strapped down and you you're you see this I say to this day it is the darkest color I've ever seen in my life was you know the the blood coming out of my stomach um mm -hmm. and it's like that's all you can think about the trauma part of it right. and you takes like that was the first part of it like getting over it not necessarily getting over it but like getting to a point where I could operate independently of it. Yeah. Getting through it. Yeah. And you know, then it's, it's kind of the, the, uh, survivor's guilt element where you're like, man, I know so many people that have this through various networking that I've done with the various HCM groups. And, uh, I was always like, I, I stood alone in my category. You know, there wasn't anybody else that had my situation. So then you start thinking like, well, you know, 
why not this person? Why not that person? What did, you know, was this a punishment? Was this an extra punishment? Is it a gift? What is it? You know, and what am right. I supposed, what exactly am I supposed to do now? You know, I can't possibly be spend the rest of my life, you know, I don't know, doing something unfulfilling. It just didn't, it didn't make sense. I had to really follow a certain path for my own personal, you know, uh, like an ego thing, like an ego pursuit. Yeah. And then you kind of justify that ego pursuit by like, well, if I'm going to, if I'm going to make an impact and I'm going to find those individuals like myself who maybe don't have someone to look up to in terms of someone that's been through what they have and they can overcome it. Or maybe this is someone in a, a part of the world that for whatever reason, they don't have access to the kind of doctors that I did. And maybe they'll hear me talking about some of the weird things and they'll go, Oh shit, I do that too. I do that too. And then maybe they'll pick up the phone and call the doctor. You rationalize your behavior. And, and it's, it's like, I'm going to pursue this thing to make me an individual bigger than, anybody else around me and that I'm going to make myself the center of the universe. And I'm going to justify that by it's for X, Y, Z. And then, then you start hurting people around you, you know, and making decisions that are short sighted, that you're not thinking about how it works in a longer term because you're focused on this selfish pursuit. And you wrap it all into this mission and you start losing sight of like, what, what exactly am I doing here? And then that was like a weird period of time. And I only understand this now as, as this is a, you know, 11 years in the making this understanding and then maybe another year goes by and you're like, okay, well, maybe this is my calling, you know, or this is, this is the purpose. And the same thing can happen again because you can talk yourself into the same pursuit thing because you're trying to fill a hole from somewhere else. And it's yeah. like, and, and in the hindsight, it's like, well, I know what the hole is now. You know, the hole is I was pulled out of, you know, socializing in all the normal ways that a young person does without the full context of a life of an, you know, an adult brain, you're de dealing with a child's brain, you know, even though you may think you're, you know, I thought, I thought I had my shit together when I was 24, 25. I know you did, I'm sure. And then, <laughs> and then you turn 28. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? You're like, dude. are you, are you serious? Are you serious, bro? And then, yeah. and then you turn 33. You're like, I'm fucking embarrassed. I'm just embarrassed right now at how fucking stupid I was when I was 28. And it's going to continue to go on and on and on and on until you're an old dying man. And you're like, man, I was stupid last year. You know, dude, refine until you're sublime, man. Mm. That's that iron sharpens iron shit. Hell yeah, bro. So you, as you, as you age up and you progress, I think, well, I've had all this life experience. I've had all this shit happen to me. What do you know? I know. Because I went through that, but what do you know? And then you start, you might clo you close things off. 
that's a pitfall of something like this. And again, the, the perspective of 11 years of, of being someone who, uh, you know, it's not even like a survived because it was a long battle. Like I've always, you always hear the expression, so-and-so lost their battle with cancer mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's, it's a, it's a suitable analogy for that, but it is for me too. But it's weird to say I'm a hypertrophic cardiomyopathy survivor of battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Survivor of battle. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't make yeah. sense, you know? And, and it, I, I'm in this weird category, especially now, like people now, like there was a lot of people back East that, met me at this far end of it. They're like, well, you had what this doesn't even, or like maybe they happened to Google something and they, they were looking me up for some other thing. And like, they found all this shit and it's like, whoa, cause I don't run around talking about it all the time. You know, I was having a conversation with my boss today about it and he's like, Oh shit. Yeah, that's right. That's tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, seeing what I'm, what I was doing out there when you were with me here, yeah, bro. It'd be hard to fucking imagine that that's a that that I'm Clanging physically banging, bro. capable of doing these things, you know. And again, I keep saying it's that perspective of eleven years, you know, in the making, where you you take a, another step and you look back. And I always used to say to my mom, you know, what a difference a year makes. What a difference a year makes. As I I get these, reach this new goal, or oh, I got this mm-hmm. sponsorship, or I'm going on this trip, or I'm we're I have an opportunity for this show or whatever it is. And then, um, to where it is now where I, I operate mostly. I, it's like, I don't think about it. I try not to. And like, I used to be like, every time I take my shirt off, I was super conscious of my scars. And you know, now I'm so used to it. Like I'll only notice like when we're at the pool, if like a little kid's staring. Cause then that, that, they're the only ones, that, you know, but everybody else has got so much shit going on these days. You can, yeah, they're not even, you know, yeah. You don't even fucking notice. But, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I don't even, I'm like, oh, yeah, sometimes I'll, I'm like, oh, that's right. I don't have feeling there because I had massive open heart surgery. Like, I, I, it's just things slip my mind because I've gotten used to it. It's that 11 years of perspective where some things are, you become blind to it. And, yeah. you know, I, I spent some time thinking today in the long ride on, on, on the way home on the traffic there. Shout out to uh, the great state of Texas highway Jeez system. Stop. It is whoop, just whoop. butt fucked with traffic. I mean, it is unbelievable. Yeah, when you send me those photos, I'm just like, how in the hell? Like Everyone, listen, now that I'm here and my parents are here, no one else. Stop coming. We're full. <laughs> I'm legally a Texan, okay? And I'm saying we're full. Stay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to go to the back door then. <laughs> oh, <Ew>. stay. <laughs> stay where you are, okay? Where you come from? <laughs> I was thinking about how now I need to kind of. It used to be like a. Like you go see a fucked up horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Megan. All right, mm-hmm. Megan. And immediately you're thinking about that image all night. You know what I mean? Like a good, if it's done, yeah. well, done well, it sticks to you. Right. 
and <laughs> you might be able to retell that week. You're telling your friends like, "Oh man, it was fucking dumb. I was sick. It was this." And then she sets this guy on fire. It's like, "Oh, what? Yeah, dude." And then she shits yeah. on his head, and you're like, "Oh, she shits on his head. Yeah, man, it was After sick." After she fucking cut it off, it's crazy. And man. then three <laughs> weeks later, you come back and you're like, "Was it she? She pissed on his head? Was it?" What was it exactly? Right. I, yeah, it's like the details are fucking fuzzy. The, the details are fuzzy, but you remember someone got pooped on or peed on one yeah. way or the other. And I'm I'm realizing like I need to consciously remember certain elements of this so that I don't lose it because I don't want to lose that edge. I don't want to lose that motivation. And I, I want to combine the motivation and the edge and the chip on my shoulder with the wisdom and humility and quite frankly you know integrity that i've gained mm-hmm. in the 11 years since and the whole the whole point that i'm working towards here is this idea that you know you you are a changing you are a work in progress and you can have something because in my life, it's I have so much wild shit that happened from the time I was 15 on. It's really hard for me to pull memories from any time prior to that. Like, I have mm-hmm. maybe a handful. And a lot of people that have traumatic situations, whether they lose a parent or they're sick or even a brother or sister gets sick or something like that it's not uncommon for people to have this like split memory situation and especially the amount of shit that I've done in the last 11 years. Sometimes like it's hard for me to even like I, I to actively sit there and kind of go back through, I use social media and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I fucking forgot. Like you and I had a conversation recently where we'll, we'll leave names out of it, but yeah. I was positive that somebody was, had been on our <laughs> podcast <laughs> and you're like, dude, I don't think you're right. And I'm like, no, bro, trust me. I looked it up. And like, I did look it up, but I half read what I looked up of our own <laughs> shit. And I realized, oh my God, I have no idea who this guy is. And I'm telling you a hunt with complete confidence that not only do I know who he is, but I've had a long form conversation with him and he's a good guy. <laughs> you're like, Hey, that's your boy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at my phone and I, and, I, and I know me because, you know, I got one of those like Dustin Hoffman brains sometimes. So it's just like, I'm looking at people like everybody in my phone has a picture and a name and like pertinent information. And Except I'm like, this guy. This fucking guy doesn't exist in my dimension. Uh, so it's like you can, yeah. you can be, you can be so confident. You yeah, know, in your own memory of your own creation, but and it can be mm-hmm. completely wrong. Yeah. And you know, that's why like I, I talk to my mom about it a lot this time of year. You know, my close friends that were there, I talk to them about it. Because it helps mm-hmm. you retain it and remember yeah. it. And it's like yeah. I, I encourage everyone because it's it's also not an easy thing to and I'm not trying to blow myself here, but it's not an easy thing to like hop on a podcast and, and go, you know what? I'm going to like tear myself down a little bit and, and really admit what I, what 
I was doing and what my intentions were. Like they were not mm-hmm. what I thought they were. And I Bone got caught body, up in man. it, you know, and it's not easy to do that publicly. And I'm not saying you got to do it publicly. This is just how I wanted to channel it. Look back at your life. Follow those threads. Like I'm wearing a Sasquatch t-shirt. You know what I mean? It doesn't have any sleeves because at some point I cut them off. Why did I cut them off? Because I want to look fucking jacked. You know, like, and you just and keep pulling that you are thread. fucking jacked. That's right. Well, I am lifting multiple times a day, you know. No big deal. But, mm. dude, down to 218. Fucking chisel. See this? <laughs> my traps have traps. Dude, my hey, tra- Fuquan. Honestly, they just pop. <laughs> they just pop. I, dude, I man. Listen. Swole up from the swole from, up. From the flow just up. From the flow up. All right, now yeah. that I'm done flexing for you on Zoom. Zoom. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You know, it's not it's not an easy fucking thing to do. And and you don't have to do it in a long maybe write it out to yourself, make a note. I've kept a journal for a period of year. I've, there's been a lot of periods of time where I don't put anything in it. Um, but it is entertaining for me to go back and kind of look at my own musings from 2012 where I thought I was hot fucking shit. Um, think about kind of these moments in your life and try to see how that's try to find the things maybe that were negative for you and the things that were positive for you and then use use that to fuel you going forward because i i'll be honest with you i've had a wild couple <laughs> i've had a wild couple weekends here and just just and just busy with work and just shit going on and just just crazy shit i'm doing and like i booked booked my first hog hunt today and i've been really mm-hmm. working on my shooting skills and like it's very intensely taking up a lot of my time and like that's that's again what a difference a year makes a year ago i was you know plotting my escape from pennsylvania and now i'm booking my first hog hunt in the great state of texas it's crazy you never know what the next year and i can't imagine maybe instead of i'm certain instead of next year booking a i'll be setting up fucking daycare for our hopefully a baby boy you know who knows what's going to happen yeah Um, bro let's go And it's like that that shit that that evolution continues but you try and reach those memories and harness them as that fuel for your fire now with your wisdom and hopefully emotional uh skill set that you have as an adult later in life than when you're 20 21 years old i will say this in addition to that, and just this is just my these are just my observations. Being your bro, being your friend, being being like, dude, your family to me, I love you. What you do that differentiates you from anyone else that I've been around is you lead with love. You're always present, and you care about people, man. Like no bullshit, like. You see to the core of a person, you see to their circumstance, you see to right where they are at this present moment in time, and you pour all of your love and your passion into what they're going through, and you lift them from the fucking embers, bro. And when you do it, you not only make them better, you make the people around you better. You galvanize a group of men, you galvanize a family. You know what I'm saying? You stick your whole heart into everything that you're doing. The heart that you had before that went through all that turmoil, the situations that you went through that w- where your life was literally in the balance, 
you flip that whole fucking thing, man, and you poured love into it. And that is like your superpower, my bro. And I'm telling you, I say this all the time. You know, I say this to you all the time. You now have a tip of the iceberg mentality, a fire and a fervor that I have never fucking seen. I wish, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. And I'm not, I wish I had it. I'm telling the truth, Jay. I wish I had it because there would be certain things in my life right now that would be way better if I did. But you know what I do have, and I'm thankful to God for, is I got a brother in you. I prayed for it when I was a kid. I asked my mom for it. Never happened. But I knew God would come through, and he did, because I got you. And what I see out of you is bar none. So impactful and so powerful. And I'm telling you right now, what God has for your future, you, you have no idea, man. The stuff that you're experiencing right now, just think of the type of man, like 11 years in the making, the type of man that you've become, the type of, how can I say this? The type of strength, the type of fortitude that you have the type of confidence that you have to bet it all, to move your whole family to an entirely different state. Got your mom down there. Got your pop down there. Got, you know what I'm saying? Like, and to do it. And then everybody's fucking thriving, bro. The ball's on you, bro. I love you. I'm telling you, man, like it's, you're going, (laughs) um, like, it's unreal, man. It's unreal. I'm so fucking proud of you, man. I appreciate that, man. And it's, you know, I didn't I didn't convene this podcast so that Daryl would make me cry, but it's uh it's something I wanted to share, you know, and it's we talk about 202 episodes. I mean, that's that's a long time and a, and a lot of, you know, the, the every man and the every woman are are part of that that journey and that realization and all that growth, you know, and they they deserve to hear that too, you know that it's we're walking the walk the way that we talk you know, and, uh, yeah, man, you, you nailed it (laughs) as always. When you do stuff like this, Jay, the most powerful thing about it is, man, is when you're this vulnerable. And like you said, it's not easy to do what you're doing right now, which is why I love you. And I commend you. Um, when you do stuff like this, you let people know that it's possible to, that's the, that's the strongest thing you can ever do. That's, that's the, the, the essence of love, man. Like when you are vulnerable yourself in front of everybody, the fucking world, people that we don't, people that are listening to us in different, on different continents, you're letting them know, Hey, you know what? It's possible. I can thrive after tragedy. I can thrive right where I'm at. I can bet, bet all on myself and my family and just knowing that God has it and then be the best, bro the fucking best this is awesome man that's the goal you know i i didn't i say to, <laughs> i say to my team all the time like i didn't i didn't move here to be number two <laughs> like no bro <laughs> you know i i didn't i didn't i didn't come all the way out here just to be average you're not first you're last <laughs> you know it's funny i feel like i yeah i feel like i've i've become such so much more of a man than i ever was prior to being in Texas, you know, and it, there's just so many, so many things I've learned and I just, I want to continue the journey and, um, 
you know, a couple, uh, just a couple of little nuggets here. Um, you know, my family, my mom, my dad, my brother, his wife, the girls, uh, huge element in getting that through, you know, uh, the boys in the band, you know, Momo, Sean, Momo, Steve, the muscle pup, big Mike Beatty, Jose, um, and then, you know, obviously you've been with me a big chunk of this 11 years now and you've, you've seen the ups and the downs and all the twists and the turns. And if you had to plot a, you know, my life on a graph, it definitely has, has continued to tread upwards when I met you, because just like you say, man, there's some shit that I see you do and that you've instilled in me that I'm just, I don't understand it. You know, I never would have seen it or had it in my view without you. Um, and that has, it's been like pouring gas onto a fire Um, (laughs) and, and, uh, in the best way possible, like a really well executed controlled burn. Um, you've been a huge part of that. And, uh, love you, man. Thank you. you. And, and, you know, my wife, Sam, who's somehow, and it's funny, like, again, shout out to big Jim, who's flying out to go on a hog hunt with me here in a few weeks. Yeah. Mike is someone who saw me at my absolute uh, <laughs> best or worst, depending on how you want to define it at any given moment. Mm-hmm. And he, he had seen how I behaved, you know, and how I treated relationships. And uh, he, it was like, he says to Sam all the time, like, I don't know how you did it. You know, you don't, she, she didn't know me, but I mean, she met me later on. She didn't know me then. Yeah. If she knew me yeah, then, yeah. there'd been no chance I'd have this beautiful <laughs> woman, you know? And she got me at a real perfect time in my life. Um, but, you know, somehow she came into my life and just, um, again, fortified me and, and helped aim me in a positive direction. And, you know, we make, we make quite the uh, powerful pair with with yeah you do put our put our brains together so um you know thank you to my wife uh for for i mean she's she's been here for going on eight eight of those years you know yeah, so man. she's she's been here for the majority of the turnaround all the turnaround yeah i should say all of it man um, great stuff and you know there's i i i could literally be sitting here forever shout out my boys but you know joe will steli james pell even even the great fish town Tony, hell yeah, uh, Big Bill, um, Pat, Mark, you know all those guys that 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 were positive influences and and knew I was a fucking wild card and and helped control me. Um, JT, you know, um, Steli, the great Steli, Steli the great. Steli, I'm just th- I'm very thankful to 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 all those people and you know to anybody I missed on that brief uh, shout out tour. You know you know that I love you and just text me and yell at me um but uh and the every man and the every woman because this has been this has been a huge personal growth development for me and i mean shit dude look at some of these conversations we've had it's just been an cosmic canoe it's just been an excuse to get together with with great people you know so uh 
I love you, man. I love the pod. Love you too, bro. I love what we're what we're doing here together every week. And uh, thank you all for this opportunity to uh, get real with you for a little bit. And uh, hell yeah, here's to another uh, eleven years of growth. Yeah, baby. <laughs>